Mike, turn your games down. Hi, welcome to another comic episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hilberton, and who's crash landing in Gotham with me tonight? Hey, everybody, it's your favorite, might be a podcast person, might be landing somewhere different this week, Kenneth Sanity. <laughs> and this is Joe Butler, and I like to wear fake skin over my real skin. We are here to cover a long issue, or not a long issue, but an issue has taken us a long time to read and talk about on the show. Uh, we are here to talk about Superman Speeding Bullets that came out in 1993. But Mike, this isn't a Batman comic. <laughs> but it nope. shows the Batman on the cover. So one of, actually, one of the best bat suits. I really like this suit. So it does. So the reason, so back when we did Superman Red Sun, which was God, a few years ago, me and Kenneth had covered that one, and then he had mentioned that this existed. I'm like, all right, we'll have to do that sometime. And then I think he bought the book digitally, yep. and then I just got caught up on other things. And I and I was at a half price books a few about a week ago, and all of a sudden, and I was like, you know, I was going through their their special books, and all of a sudden I see this, and I'm like, it's a sign, <laughs> Jesus Clark Kent himself. So then I went and bought this, bought it, and then yeah, now it's on the show. So so I paid three dollars for it digitally. What did you pay, Mike? I paid 10 bucks for my, hey, well, now I have the first appearance of Superman as Batman, I think, maybe. I don't know. That's not bad for a physical copy of a book. It's going to go on my on my, on my wall, so I was fine so, with it. So since you brought it up, Ken, how did you read this digitally? I read this digitally on my phone. Then I read it digitally on my tablet through Google Play Books. Oh, lucky you, because I read this through Amazon, and it was a fucking bitch and a half. Uh, actually, I didn't read my physical copy, but I did not read on either of those websites that you guys were using. So I use the uh, the Amazon sponsored comics app, but you can't buy digital comics through Amazon on your phone. You have to physically open the, the website and give like four different confirmation confirmations to actually buy a book. Oh, that's horrendous. Yeah, it's bad. For those that don't know, Amazon bought Comixology, which was what this was at one time. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what happened to Comixology. Anyone curious? It went to shit when Amazon bought it. I believe it. What? No, I'm shocked. <laughs> and I didn't realize that this came out, you know, over to almost like 10 years before Red Sun. Really? Close to it. Red Sun is, I just had it, 2003. Oh, wow. This was almost a decade before. Yeah, so Mark Miller, I, I think I know where you got your idea from. January 93, this was? Yeah, because there's even a reference in here. Like, one of the early things that they said, you know, when, when, you're, when you're reading this comic about it, like, yeah, it could have landed anywhere. It could have landed in a communist state type of thing. Like, you know, com China... I think, he's, I think it's communist China or something like that. Yeah, could have, or a Chinese peasant, which communism, but, or a fascist dictator. I'm like, well, that kind of what happened to the Red Sun, but. Because <laughs> Stalin, he ends up working for Stalin in the Red Sun book, which that's a fascist dictator. Yep. And mm, this is a, it's a book. It was interesting. I, you know, it was just one of those ones that I just wasn't that interested in, in reading. But I'm glad it all this is also part of the Elseworlds books or tagline at the time. So because it's, you know, a story that's not part of the main continuity. It's just there. Yeah, it's very similar to Marvel's What If Universe, Better. which let's be honest, much more catchy of a name. I like Elseworlds a lot. I don't like What If. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, think What If is great. I don't like it at all. I just think it's a Elseworlds. I like because it's the idea that it's a different dimension and you know because i do believe that there's other dimensions and there's other us out there a lot that that kind of crap i like to you know believe that idea and so i like elseworlds because like okay all these worlds exist what if it's like somebody sitting there going you know what john what if superman was batman yeah you know, just, i don't know I don't like there's no pretension marvel's just up front just like hey man we decided to all get high one day and we we're like hey man <laughs> what if this what if that and what if spider-man was in the fantastic four yeah oh. Hey, what are we going to call this book? I don't know, man. What if? <laughs> Genius. <laughs> and Stanley kicks in the door, shouts Excelsior, and a new comic series slash animated series is born. Like, I still kick myself for not buying what if Jane Foster had become Thor at one point when I saw it for cheap. So, oh, you. Oh, that was foolish. 
Yeah, because actually... that book isn't cheap anymore. Oh, they actually thought of that before they actually made a canon. Oh god, long time before she becomes Thor. There's an old there's an old issue of it, yeah. Which is considered now her first appearance. I collect first appearances when I can. <laughs> also, the same time I bought this book for ten bucks, I also bought uh first appearance first appearance of Talon, too. So oh. for like ten bucks. First appearance of Talon? Yeah. It wasn't Court of Owl? It is it's issue three is when he's first you see him ask Talon. You see the link as Lincoln issue one, but it's in that art. It's in the Court of Owls art. Okay. Okay. That's what. But it's say. before the first appearance of the Court Owls. Okay. Which is issue four, which they didn't have. Or I would have bought that too. Court of Owls, just a bunch of old people. Anyway, Superman. <laughs> so this this book opens first. We got to talk about the cover. The cover says Superman, and it has a Batman suit in the air, and then it says Speeding Bullet, and it's just a really weird looking cover, but I like it. It's supposed to be based off one of the other Superman comic covers. Oh. Okay, maybe I would have caught that if I actually read Superman comics. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I we're we're as we slowly get into more of a Batman stuff. Uh, we're gonna have to reveal that I absolutely fucking hate Superman, but that's because <laughs> no one ever does anything interesting with him. Zack Snyder. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We don't need the Snyderverse coming for us. Sorry, boys. Uh, back down. <laughs> I like Zack Snyder's Justice League just fine. I I paid money for it. I didn't say I didn't like the Justice League. I just said I didn't like what we did with Superman. I don't either. I'm I'm glad that universe is done. But I like Henry Cavill's CGI upper lip. <laughs> I, I like Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah, it was just too dark, and it's too bad we'll never get a good Henry Cavill Superman now. So because hmm. he's gone, unfortunately. So, anyways, <laughs> so this book opens up. With the same thing that anyone Superman, if the the ship is you know leaving Krypton, and and, even t- and then you have somebody narrating. I did not click who this was until way way. I mean, of course, you don't find out until way later. But I was very confused by that. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to know until way way later. I thought it was Clark. Well, essentially, or in this case, Bruce. <laughs> I didn't think it was Lois. Right. I read oh. this book twice. Spoilers, y'all. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. I spoiled a comic from 1993, 30 years ago. I feel terrible. Well, if no, it makes you feel better, I didn't know that, so that's pretty cool. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Lois Lane. You, you don't really realize it until later when she does show up in the book, but it's essentially she's just talking about what could have happened, or I don't even know what the hell. She's just narrating the story. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole idea is that he crashes in Gotham, and the Waynes find him instead of him crashing in Kansas. And the idea is that how different would Clark be if he's raised somewhere else. And it turns out the answer is not terribly different. <laughs> I agree. So does this mean Clark's like a little bit older than Bruce? Or at least by like a year? Well, Bruce isn't. Know. Apparently they never had Bruce. Yeah, that's what I mean. They they don't have a baby because they find one. So that means like Clark's at least normally like, well, like a year older at, at most or at least. Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe this Thomas Wayne just never knocked up Martha. Like, this doesn't have to be before Bruce. It's just instead of Bruce. More like a what if Superman had crashed in Gotham and Bruce Wayne was never born. You know, what if? (laughs) (laughs) There are some cool parts, like right in the beginning, it talks about how he doesn't leave his house. You know, he stay. you know, they keep him, you know, in in the mansion, in the castle, as they call it. Like, again, all makes sense because people might realize you're not normal. (laughs) Well, it's not only that, it's just, you know, hey, we just were at this party of yours last week, and now you have a full-grown, like, five-year-old. Oh, good point. It would be an absolute scandal. Yeah, and people would put two into it. I mean, yeah. Okay, good point. I was thinking they found him when he was younger as a baby, but... Wait, is he a baby when they find... No, you know he's a baby when they find... Okay, yeah, still. All right, I mean, never mind. Yeah, but he's, like, not a newborn. Yeah. He looks like a very young man in a toddler body. <laughs> uh, I, do, I do think it's funny when they talk about when they find the crash satellite or satellite the ship and Alfred's complaining about using gasoline is quite expensive so I don't know I found that funny yeah, it was pretty funny that's our Alfred it's just a very interesting retelling of just kind of showing like get you into like what he went through and just kind of as he's a kid and and again it, it follows on the same aspects of they go to the theater they go see Zorro you have all that too I was also like confused and annoyed because I always call him Bruce Wayne because I'm like no it's Clark Kent but I'm like I get it I don't know it just bothered me even though I'm like I, I understand but it bothered me for some weird reason 
I think my favorite part about this is uh, a little bit before that they're talking about how they're raising uh, this Bruce and uh, Thomas Wayne's like, I wonder how much I can teach this small child to see how smart he is. Yeah, that's okay. Like, I'm just going to say it right now. I feel like the Waynes were using this as a child psychology experiment. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with that. <sighs> the Waynes aren't always the best, I feel like. And like, oh. maybe they should have died. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and then you have Joe Chill shows up in the alley and then ends up shooting him. And, but of course you have to have him grab the pearl necklace from Martha's neck. At least it wasn't in slow motion. Again, <laughs> uh, but I know you're sick of those pearls. You know, th- this one, I don't care. Zack Snyder. Why? Why? Just <laughs> all the time. Why? Because Everybody. we didn't know how he became Batman. Motherfucker. <laughs> he hadn't had movies before. I have family that's been dead since before Batman <laughs> came out. They know how Bruce Wayne becomes Batman. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's one of those things that's like everyone knows how Spider-Man, beca- you know, Peter Parker becomes Spider-Man. Like, it's just certain things that you don't need to retell. And yet we're doing it and doing it and doing it well. I'm okay with this version in the comic because it's different. It enough. is. It's very different. I mean, in this, I mean, like, this isn't even an accident. This isn't like the guy's like, oh, you know, I got scared. And he just starts gunning them down. He's like, look what you made me do. And he just keeps pulling the trigger. Yeah, and he like, started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. He slugs Martha Wayne in the face with a gun, like pistol whips her. And then it's pissed off that he had to do it, so he shoots them. Yeah, he's like, why'd you make me do this? As he starts pulling the trigger. And he pulls the trigger more. I mean, he keeps pulling. I mean, like, you even see multiple, you know, shots being fired. Like, you do know when you're shooting someone point blank range like that. Probably don't need to put that many bullets in. Well, probably okay. Nobody ever said Joe Chill was the smartest guy. <laughs> yeah, he shoots the Waynes. Like, the most, what, prestigious family in Gotham. I'm, I'm honestly surprised he got away with it. I well, mean, you didn't really get away with it on this. This isn't no. the show Gotham where he disappears <laughs> in season two. You still have no idea who killed the Wayne. Do you, does, Go- does Gotham say who kills the Wayne? I don't know. I stopped watching season two, so I don't I can't tell you. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that we all know who kills the Wayne's and I don't need a show that was on Fox to tell me differently. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird ass show, man. It is weird. Well, it's on HBO Max and I'm thinking about watching it all. You would probably like it. There's a really good episode about a bonded serial killer type thing that I like, but it's a weird ass show. Ooh. It's in the first season. It's a two-part. It's really fucking good. So, near the end, but that's the here. So, anyway, Joe Chill starts blasting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like when he goes to, to Bruce Wayne, and he's like, I hate it when a kid cries. I hate it. And you just see him unload, like, three shots right into him, point blank range. But, of course, it's not just Bruce Wayne. It's Kal-El, last son of Krypton. But also, why the fuck are you gunning down a kid? Because he's crying. And look, I've worked in retail long enough. I'm not saying he's right. I'm saying I get it. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I mean, I worked in retail too, so I can understand where you're coming from. Like, I get the urge. I would never do it. It's horrible. But I understand what would drive a person to shoot a child in a full tux and trench coat uh, three times. <laughs> <laughs> it don't end well for him because I, I like how, like, you know, Kal-El is like, he's okay. <laughs> and he's like, I hate you. And then he just burns the fuck out of him with his heat vision. Yeah, which is honestly dope. And I think the coolest thing this comic does. Oh, he the fucker deserved it too. Oh, yeah. Uh, and like, Joe Chill is dead after this. Like, he, he <laughs> limps away with his head on fire. They, but he runs. We yeah. don't get far. He's he's dead, though. No, he gets far. Don't they find him at the, at the docks or some shit? It just says they find him face down in an alley, dead. Body burned almost beyond recognition. Yeah. Yes. And apparently Bruce Wayne just eyes wide, covered in his parents' blood. Jesus. Yeah, and all he says he remembers are the bullets. The bullets. Mm-hmm. But it's it's an it's an interesting take to show the difference of what of how it affected Cal L versus the Bruce Wayne that we're that we're used to. Yeah, because this like Bruce Wayne didn't feel like, he felt guilt over not being able to protect his parents. But, you know, Kal-El here, I don't know, Bruce, what if Bruce, we'll call. What if Bruce is, you know, yes, he's sad that his parents died, and he's tormented by what he did to the guy, to the to Joe Chill. So, like, he's already got guilt, he's got shame, 
And like, he blocked out his memory, like you see in this too, because like it, it fast forwards when he's like, I think 21 and he doesn't remember what happened, which again is a very normal, like people who go through any traumatic experience, you will block out that in your life, especially mm-hmm. as a child. I feel I, I have, I went through trauma where I can't remember. Usually it's relationships. I had, I had a bad relationship that ended badly. Like I can't remember nothing from those like that time. Like it's just blank. So, I mean, so I get it. I mean, having your parents gunned down is a lot worse than having a bad girlfriend, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, it depends. They weren't that bad. They didn't try to kill me. <laughs> so, so people didn't want to kill me. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> but Alfred's still doing the Alfred thing, making breakfast at 9 p.m. And you know what? Breakfast for dinner is great. It is great. My wife I'm makes not it soft. Fault. I'm fucking love a waffle at like 8 o'clock at night. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just also, I mean, you know, he's being up at night and he's not Batman yet. He's not running around, you know, as a cape crusader. He just doesn't want to sleep. He just hides in his house, which, again, it, it takes the recluse Bruce Wayne that we're used to. And this one is different because he's a recluse also because he was even before his parents died. And now he just became more of one where Bruce Wayne, regular Bruce Wayne, isn't, I don't think, really a recluse until his parents die. Like he didn't yeah. have powers or anything. So. Mm-hmm. So basically, Bruce is just kind of reading the papers all the time and just disgusted by what he sees, violence and death. And I get that, though. Look, I don't I don't want to say what happens next. Somebody else is going to have to say it because I'm pissed. I think uh, I think I get it, too, because I think he says something on the lines of like, not only is he reading it, he also hears it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which also makes it worse just because of the fact that he is technically still Superman and he doesn't even know. What no, he hasn't really comes at a realization of his powers. I don't think he's aware of his strength or stuff like that, really. Yeah. Until. Yeah, un- until the break in. But like, there's just some other like, cool parts of it, too. It's like the I mean, again, just kind of put it on it with what I want to say, like the news can affect people, you know, people who just spend all time watching the news and seeing all because, again, tragedy sells. You know, when you see all that, that can affect you. Now, there, there's some good news in the newspaper. I don't read the paper. No, I mean, this newspaper, you know, the gigantic man that is this universe's Lex Luthor survived whatever kind of explosion he was in. God knows why. I'm always happy when I hear a rich man survives. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. We've come to the part that I absolutely hate. Why? Why do you hate this? Look, man, like, I okay. what if what if Superman landed in Gotham and became Batman? I can deal with that. Do we have to drag Lex Luthor along for the ride? It doesn't Gotham have enough problems. (laughs) <laughs> yes but i guess it's the idea that you have to have your same right okay i i can see where i liked it but i see where you're coming from like i want to see superman and clayface square up or superman and mr freeze have a have you not seen a dark claw ken stop stop <laughs> i'm gonna stop you right there <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what i'm talking about mike i have no idea Whenever they fuse, they fuse the uh, the DC and the Marvel universe together, so everyone gets their own original superhero. Wolverine and Batman fuse to become Dark Claw, which is like probably a really edgy '90s design. And his uh, his supervillain is the Hyena, which is a fusion of the Joker and whatever Wolverine's brother is. Sabretooth. Sabretooth. Oh, is this the Avengers ver or Avengers vs. Justice League thing? Yeah, they they fight and then they fuse the universes together. Okay, I. I've seen those books. I've never read them, though. They're different. I wanted to, though. I've always been curious. Oh, it's so... But I get where you're coming from. And I really didn't think about the fact that, like, he can hear everything, like you're saying, because he has the powers. So that also kind of does make a little more sense to it. I didn't think about that. And then you have these these idiots break in who are threatening to kill him, which doesn't work out for them. They're also not wearing... Like, they take off their masks pretty quickly, too, for some reason. Oh, you see... Wait, there's three guys. There's three. No, there's two guys. But you do see one of the guys' face. Oh no, he's seeing Joe Schill's face. Never mind. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, he's he's seeing traumatic experiences from the past play out in front of him. So he goes absolutely no pun intended. Bad shit. <laughs> so I also want to know how these guys are alive. One guy gets hit by him and thrown out the window. I he shouldn't be alive. Eh. I mean, the other guy gets burnt in the neck. I guess he doesn't burn him very long and and throws him and just leaves him there. <laughs> yeah he's just oh. like oh i burned you you see your other way out oh i saw i saw that as that was him seeing joe chill being slowly burned alive oh you don't think he actually burned him you think he was about to and then he shoots the fire oh yeah okay, because the, the other guy still has the mask on yeah oh good point never mind yeah okay yeah, nice <laughs> and i guess nice they just work. leave the guy there because then they like they go the next scene is you see him 
having flashbacks to when his parents died and he remember he realizes that he could have done something and all of a sudden they're downstairs in the basement all like did you just like let the guy like 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 ken said he can see himself out it's okay he's, he's like he got it and he can leave oh uh, god the picture of bruce what if bruce holding his hands up and just screaming i remember just it brings to mind repo the genetic opera hate that movie what uh i'm disconnecting right now never seen it <laughs> i don't hate it i just think it's really boring uh, fair enough it's basically hot topic rocky horror picture show but uh <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> but, i know of it and yes. that's about it that's about it we should cover it for the show is it a musical yeah yes. maybe because i've been trying to think of different patreon polls to do of movies oh. i've never seen that won't be hard add some of those oh yeah i'll vote i will push everybody to vote Join Patreon today so you can vote also. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go in the base, the back cave, essentially. And this is where he then sees the, the, you know, the ship that he landed in and then journals from Thomas Wayne. They kind of talk about, you know, how he found him and everything and who, what he is. Oh, my God. And this is the clumsiest bit of exposition this comic <laughs> does. He's going through the books. And then he looks up. There's my answer, Alfred, up there whirling in the darkness. Can you see them? Can you see my brothers? No, of course you can't, but I can. I see things, hear things that no one else can. And he decides to edge out and become Batman. As he's flying in the sky with the bats. Oh my God. Upside down. It's kind of weird. I think it's pretty cool. Like this (laughs) exposition is so clumsy. It dropped a cake down a flight of stairs. It's it's better than him being risen out of like a well in like the Dark Knight Rises by that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I haven't seen that movie since the day it came out. And that's been on purpose. <laughs> I love Dark Knight Rises. I left upset. <laughs> so that's all I remember, though I need to get back to it someday for the show. One day. Wow. Yeah. Are we like trying to pad this out? I, or... I think so, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fine. We're doing a good job of it though. So, and then you, <laughs> the next scene you have is you have some guy with purple gloves uh, and a purple looks like, you know, green. What the hell are those? Like green part of his sleeves. And he's tr- this the two goons that he's talking to the two goons that he sent to go see Bruce Wayne. And you start choking him out. And then all of a sudden you see ha 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 and oh, green that... eyes and red lips. I'm like, I'm like fucking Jokers in here. That's what it's I thought. I didn't think it, I didn't think it was who it, where it was headed. But I'm like, oh, great Joker. No, I was a little no. curious. Now we're going to get to the one thing I hate more than what I said I hate earlier. <laughs> and, I, and then you have like the first time that you see this this Batman be Batman is you have a some random guy on top of a building wearing a camouflage jacket with a AR-30, an M-16 type, you know, assault rifle just shooting down people. And I laugh because he's wearing a red hat. And that was kind of irony to me. Now, this that. was decades before. I know. I know. It just made me laugh. Like, yeah. I don't but, like the reference. Oh, I'm not going to say any part of that. <laughs> he's talking about Trump. Yes. yes oh, yeah. No, that's. Oh, it's just because, like, the camp. Well, also, the camouflage jacket just fits that idea of a racist terrorist type person. So that's all. Someone who's butthurt with life. And someone who's a gun nut, too. The but, red yeah. trucker hat is weird, though. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I don't know. It just, again, it just made me laugh. And. <laughs> And the irony of it, like, even though I know it was like, again, it, it doesn't mean what I, how I just, it just made me laugh. So it is funny. And then you see, then you, this is the first time you get the shot of this version's Batman in the suit. And I gotta say this suit, the way the mouthpiece is where there is no hole for his mouth or anything covers a complete face. I just really like this suit. Look, all right. All props to, you know, the authors and the artists. Uh, this was written by. Uh, J.M. DeMatteis, the art was done by Eduardo Barreto, but I'll be goddamned if this is not the most Spawn-looking Batman I've seen <laughs> in my life. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I like it. But, like, it's to the point where the cape is a separate character, uh, like, uh, in the design. I also like that the uh, bat symbol is just the Superman symbol. It's like the diamond shape. But with a bat. Uh-huh. But with a bat. Because it's Batman. It's cool. <laughs> I don't know. I was just impressed with this. Like, I was just blown away a little bit more, too. And, like, you almost see a murderous Superman in this. But he's, like, a little bit torn. 
Like he throws the guy off the roof and then he goes down and catches him. Yeah. Never quite goes completely over the edge. Which I'm all right with. I mean, I would I mean, I would have rather had it in this just because I feel like Batman in general isn't that far off. And depending on what Batman continue out of your watching, he's a fucking murderer. Yeah. Well, I mean, most. <laughs> it's like hey, whenever they Arkham Knight, like, they're fine. If you're hit by the Batmobile, they're okay. Every bone in their body's broken, but they're okay. They get lightly tased away. But yeah. since we're talking about Arkham, Arkham Knight, Arkham Origins kind of has that along with like another Batman game, a Telltale ones, where like you you kind of still get that hints of whenever, but the regular Bruce is still kind of still learning how to be Batman. Like he breaks people's bones on accident. He might you know really really do some permanent damage that's not not that's not life-threatening but i mean technically he still could if he wanted to <sighs> yeah I mean, arkham origins you you break someone's bones and leave them out in the snow i mean in sub-zero temperatures they're not gonna be okay no you find them in a hospital later okay yeah. there's there's fun it's fun it's fun <laughs> and then you get some cool wayne tech stuff where you have lex luther trying to buy you know wayne corporation and just about to do it and then the recluse bruce wayne shows up yeah him. so Let's talk about the kingpin here. I mean, <laughs> that's fair. Like I, okay. I'm not really a huge, you know, Superman comic reader. I've always found him a bit too much of a boy scout, not my cup of tea. You know, I, of course I am, you know, three edgy five me. So that's understandable. I don't ever remember Lex Luthor being very rotund like this. He's not. I can answer that question. Why? Okay. So in Superman's universe where Clark Kent, Cal L is Clark Kent and Superman, not only does Lex Luthor have a huge crush on Superman, the whole gimmick between them is I can be better than Superman by being the best human I can be. So therefore, whenever he sees Superman in that tight, tight onesie he wears, he gets the spiritual feeling to work out and be like, see, I'm I'm what a man should look like. I'm buff with a six pack and I'm, you know, clean cut, you know, looking like what a perfect piece of man should be but in this universe there is no superman so he's just fat shit like i don't know if that's real or not but i love that answer like it fits <laughs> it could be that's real a, if you want to be the way i see it yeah that just makes sense you know fat yeah, people make sense rich people are fat huh all right and I, I do like the idea that he just stops the whole buy you know the buyout and just throws them out the door even though i don't think it'd be that easy it was all it was fine yeah he just comes in and like does the whole thing that he did it at the end of Batman Begins. Or was that <laughs> the Dark Knight? It's Batman Begins. Okay. Where sure. basically it was just like, oh, I'm taking over the company. This is my company. I'm come back. Ha ha ha. But even this, like, Bruce Wayne is, like, very shot very dynamically. Like, shadows everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it's, a good, it's a good scene. I think you can't not have a Bruce Wayne where his company is always trying to sell itself because they just don't give a shit <laughs> uh, it's a fair situation i mean companies the idea is to sell your company to someone else because you make more you know especially the people at the top are going to get a big payday and they just leave and go on and do another thing and get another it's, big payday like it, it makes sense it's just capitalism it's capitalism that's all uh, it's fine and then in this in this case instead of having the daily planet you have a which got bought out by lex luther you have a the Gotham Gazette or something. I forget what they say in here. Yep, Gotham like Gazette. Okay, I was right. And this is where Lois Lane works Works there. I think it's Perry White, too, works at this place also. Yep, yep. and this is where I noped out completely <laughs> as far as taking this even kind of seriously. Because you have everyone showed up from the Superman world? Yeah, like, okay, fine. You know, have a newspaper or whatever, but don't, like... This is, mm, I don't want to spoil my end takeaway before I get to it, but it's just why, why, just why. I don't, mm. oh. just leave them in Metropolis. Just leave them in Metropolis. It's fine. I mean, cause, because you wanted a different story with different characters. You didn't want the same characters, just change cities. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I wanted all of these characters, I'd read Superman, but I'm not. I'm reading Batman? <laughs> no, you read Superman. <laughs> you read Superman, yeah. Like, yeah. I get why they have Lois, but I do agree with you. It could have been maybe somebody from the Batman world that he falls in love with. But I guess the only character would be Catwoman then. Or I mean, Vicky Talia. Vale, the reporter. Oh, God, I didn't uh, even think about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
We could draw they, Kim Bass and drive you okay with that. They have opportunities. They have opportunities and they throw them away. Yeah, that would have worked. I would have liked to have mm-hmm. Vicky Vale there. So he gets he does fall in love with a reporter still, but it's a different reporter. But then that goes away with the Star Cross lovers. Where we're destined to find this other person, no matter what the universe we're in. I Not that you, we're just people that are compatible with each other, you know. I thought you were gonna make the weird joke where uh uh, Lois Lane shows up and she introduces herself to Bruce Wayne and just like Clark Kent, he goes, Hubba-da, hubba-da, yeah, I mean, it was kind of funny. Girl. And then he like falls over. I mean, it again, it fits somebody that hasn't really talked to women. But again, it's also stupid. So. <laughs> and I guess, you know, she is a redhead. So I, I get it is what I'm saying. And she is wearing a short skirt. So eh, that is stupid. <sighs> but <laughs> then we go talk to Lois, who's really taken with this world-famous recluse. He's mysterious, withdrawn, moody, but he's also a shy, stuttering klutz. Because women love moody, right? Yeah, and women love people who don't know how to not spill coffee all over their papers. Yeah, I can say both of those are not true. I've tried. Doesn't work. He's also, like, six foot five and, like, cut like a diamond, so, I mean, you know, I get it. (laughs) Fair. <laughs> I am neither of those, so you know it didn't work out. I didn't have that in my favor. Okay, <laughs> and then you 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 have where Lois is walking down a street or something. I guess she's walking from work to her apartment, and Lex Luthor comes up to pick her up to give her a ride and tries to hit on her essentially and tries to touch her, and then she smacks him in the face. Yeah, and he really doesn't look like Kingpin in, in this. He it looks just like Kingpin. Like it's mm, it's ridiculous, honestly. But yes, it's. And Batman is watching the entire time. He's following Lex's car because Batman knows, oh, something's not right here. <laughs> Lois couldn't possibly be attracted to money or power. <laughs> no, nobody likes money and power. Nope. So Lex throws her out of the car. <sighs> In the bad side of town. Not the bad side of town. Oh, no. Yeah, and, and this comic does something really stupid. Okay, he, uh, he even says, only 50 or so blocks to your apartment. Enjoy the walk. And then her lines are, and I had a feeling that neighborhood Lex dropped me off in wasn't one of its best. Yeah. So, and then and, they immediately cut to the next page where there is a black guy. Way to go. But to be <laughs> fair, there's a lot of shitty white guys, too. There's three shitty white guys. Yeah. I mean, again, it's just, it's essentially they're going to rape her is what they're insinuating, obviously. But it's, an, it's stupid. It's, it's, but again, this is 93. So I think this fits the 90s. It was a different time. It was a stupid time. Yes. When it yes. comes to some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Like, I mean, it just. So does Bruce come out of like the ground or is that him slamming from above? Because I got really confused about that. I think it's supposed to be him slamming from above. But you are right. The way they drew the way they draw it, it looks like he's coming out of the ground. Like he's shooting out of the fucking ground, right? Okay. Yeah. Like he's not doing a superhero landing or nothing. Like, I think he's coming up out of the ground. But why? I don't know. Why would you dig a hole? Fucking Batman. Yes. <laughs> they, have, <laughs> they have subways. Oh, don't don't act like the real Bruce Wayne would love to fucking come out of the fucking ground. Oh, my like, God. If he, had the power, if he had the power, he would do that all the time. That's all <laughs> he would do. And we've already established that this Superman is a drama bitch. So, of course, he's coming out of the ground. I mean, that is kind of what it looks like. I, I can't tell, but it does look like that. And they don't yeah. really say. I oh, see. It's it's page 95 here in the Bruce Wayne uh, character Bible. It must be a dramatic bitch. Everyone knows that. I mean, it's true. <laughs> I mean, and like Superman fighting just four goons like this with no powers. Like there isn't much that needs to be done. Like, you know, I mean, he takes them out in seconds, but he's using his heat vision on one guy. And it's like, yeah, that's a need power. To do all that. That, that, that's power so it's not quite no power and like he threatens to kill a guy like i could just push my finger right through your head all the way like and that's you that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> now to be fair i also get it as well because you just saw this guy come out from the ground he did they shoot him at any point no they but try they try to stab him they try to stab him and you also see him like i would imagine he lightly just crisps crisp the guy's face like kind of just like a quick flash of like red light so yeah, if he like goes up to sunburn. you yeah he goes up to you and says he'll push your fing- his finger through your fucking brain i'd 100 percent believe him and run away with shit in my pants i mean i would too yes and none of these guys wore their brown pants <laughs> <laughs> unfortunate oh yeah i mean they fucking i mean and it, like it's also like the way that lois reacts i do like this where she's like get the hell away from me 
Yeah, she's again, horrified. Well, completely fair. I mean, you just saw somebody either come out of the ground or land on the ground, since we don't really know, beat the shit out of some people, and then and then be like, here, I helped you. Like, we don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah, like, he's just like, I'm coming out of the ground, I'm going to laser this dude's face off, got some nice laser hair removal going on there. I'm going to, like, threaten to push my single finger through this gentleman's skull and give him a full, full frontal lobotomy. <laughs> then I'm just going to come up to you and be like, hey, baby. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a good look. It's really not. God, you you imagine like the goon talk for like Superman, Batman, where it's like, hey, Frank, how was your day? And you hear the door close and he walks in. His eyebrows are gone and his face is like sunburnt. And he's like, how the fuck do you think my day was? <laughs> <laughs> but you see, the normal Superman is much different when he's raised by the Kents. And like, I think that's the whole point of yeah, this. Like the, the famous quote that I brought up on here, you know, on other episodes, I'm going to bring it up again with Superman is what I always think of is when he fights Darkseid in the Justice League cartoon, he's like, I've been, I have to hold back my whole life, hold back every punch, but with you, I don't have to, big guy. And that little monologue he has before he fights Darkseid is stuck with me when it comes to Superman all the time. That's what I always think of. And that's fair. It is fair. Because, I mean, it's just, but again, this is a Superman that wasn't taught that way. Right. He was just taught, you know, how to be the best person a couple of rich folks could teach him to be. Well, probably isn't a couple rich folks and Alfred. Well, <laughs> probably did more for his raising than his parents did. Let's be honest. I mean, considering they died not too long after. So, yeah. Also, uh, this goes into the effect of that Bruce's parents died dramatically to where, I mean, what's the worst thing that's ever happened to Father Father Kent, like dying in a tornado? In the movie, yes. Yeah, but like, okay, think about this. Think about how as Superman, you would hear everything that was happening to his father's body. Oh, yeah. Well, that there's like one, I think the, the most interesting one I've ever seen is Father Kent dying from a heart attack. And it just being the idea of Clark being like, oh, he had a heart attack and I felt powerless because I couldn't do anything about it. That I that is a perfectly fine way mm-hmm. for for Papa Kent to die. In a way that Clark can't do a damn thing about. Yeah, I mean, the whole idea with this is he feels guilt because he could have done something. Yeah. Yeah. But here, you know, trying to help Lois and she's like, ew, no. And he... It made me think of Batman Bad Blood. Where she's in the alley and of course they're going to rape her too because that apparently is a theme. Oh, in alleys in Gotham, so that's what it reminds well, me of. Because I didn't get to be on that episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it it just Fucking figures, it follows me. God damn, Damian <laughs> Wade, punk ass. Cursed oh. episode is what I called it in the recording. Too. It's okay, Ken. We make a two gun joke just for you. Great, thanks. And oh, now I have to release it before was... I release this. So. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be a problem. Or right, and then after that, you have Lois gets picked up by the cops. Get they rescue, her, they show up, and then she writes an article about what happened about Batman. And then she's working late, and Bruce Wayne shows up, and they kiss. I mean, it's Clark at this point. He's in the newspaper office. Yeah. Come on. Uh, but the kiss, weeks pass. This, I think, is interesting. This is stupid. <laughs> I like that. But, like, you have him in the office. He's talking about he's going to publish something about Lex Luthor. And they're like, he's going to sue you for libel. And again, uh, it reminded me of someone else threatening to sue over things. And I I didn't have a problem. This Lex shows up. He has an umbrella, which I don't understand. And then he ends up like, you know, let me, I'm a new man. He rips off his face and he has a white face. He's got his own skin underneath some other skin. Yeah. <laughs> we heard you like skin. So we put skin on top of your other skin. Yo, Doug. <laughs> I don't care. I don't, I know how old that show is. That's still always going to be funny for me. So Lex Luthor is the Joker and I just want to die. This is also the part where everyone knows Bruce Wayne is Batman because he shoots Bruce Wayne out the window. Yeah. I was so anyone that. that's there would be like, Bruce Wayne was killed. No, Bruce Wayne's fine. He, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a little airborne. He's still good. And somehow he had time in between this part where Lex Luthor takes off flying with like a helicopter on his back because yeah, apparently we're watching or reading Expector Gadget. So that's apparently where the comic went. <laughs> like it. And then Lex starts talking while he's, you know, taking Lois away, doing the whole villain monologue thing. And basically it, you know, takes, well, the almost exact origin of the Joker and gives it to Lex Luthor. Yeah, I don't really worry. It was like, well, since you're, you know, I, he's like, 
I can tell you, we're flying through the sky. We got to kill some time. I'm carrying you and you're trying to punch me. So let me tell you a fun little story. <laughs> Cue the flashback music, boy. <laughs> and like, okay, first off, he's flying away on a backpack helicopter, which is like 75 shades of stupid. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a backpack helicopter can hold one fat guy and one like probably regular sized woman. Like regular Joker, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But not 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 this version. <laughs> like there's he would need a large backpack to be able to generate enough power and enough torque for the helicopter blades to actually be able to lift him. Look, as a larger gentleman myself. I would not trust this scrawny little helicopter backpack to lift me up, let alone me and a hostage. As a guy who hates heights and is also a larger gentleman, I would not fucking go to anything like, hey, you fly, you not. Nah, I'm good. We'll stay right here in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, Lois. I got an Uber coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ain't going nowhere near the air. There's no air. I mean, like, I got to take the elevator downstairs to the first floor. We got to go. Like, I can't fly. <laughs> but of course, then if that happened, then you'd find out that Dick Grayson's a cab driver now. And... <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I don't know. And then somehow Clark Kent or train ends up after he got thrown out the window, he had enough time to get changed before he went to go rescue Lois. I'm sure he has a, a phone booth downstairs suit in a ring. Or is that just flash? <laughs> That's just flash. Oh, whatever. Well, then, yeah, there's a phone booth outside. This was 93. Pay phones were still a thing. Yeah. I mean, technically, I still run around pay phones. They don't work, but I see them every so often in abandoned places. Or just old places. And I take a picture of them. Go, I like a payphone. It's weird. I remember using payphone to call my parents. Like, hey, come pick me up at the mall. Oh, those were the days. Anyway, <laughs> Batman catches up and rips off the helicopter because it's a piece of junk. We also probably have one of the most scariest thoughts ever to come to comic history. What's up? Which, what if the Joker just bought the support of a bunch of fucking mercenaries and decided just to blow up? Oh, wait, isn't that the plot of Arkham Knight? Kind, except not the Joker, but yeah. Oh, where's just a petulant child, but you know, <laughs> I love that child. Anyways, yeah. So we, the, the the Joker Lex does the one thing that we hope the Joker never is smart enough to do, which he buys a whole private mercenary group to just blow up Gotham. I don't know what his end game is, but that's his plan. Yeah, I I'm gonna have to imagine real estate, drive down the property values, buy up all of Gotham, make it office <laughs> too. Uh, Bloodhaven's going to be next on the menu, boys. <laughs> I like that movie. That's um, what I remember. <laughs> but, yeah, this is, honestly, the Joker with a lot of money is not a great idea. This is cool that, like, this is a concept that works. Like, the idea is that, you know, the only way to stop him is, like, well, you know, you can't, you know, we can do it with me because you got to go save the city now that I put in jeopardy. And I do like that he's ready to kill the Joker. And just he tosses him down, and it's because Lois says no that then he flies down and saves them and just puts them in jail. Yeah, because, um, <laughs> okay, Lex's dialogue here is ridiculous. Why, Batman, old boy, I do believe you're as far gone as I am, and I correct to my assumption. Batman says, yes, and flings him down. And he's standing there, and Lois says, no. And he's like, oh, shit, that's right, wait. And goes down and catches him and brings him to jail. So we know that this is actually a Batman who cannot make a good decision. No, because Le Lex will stay in jail because as far as we know, Arkham doesn't exist in this universe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's also Lex Luthor. He's, he's got enough money to buy an army. He probably has enough money to bribe God. <laughs> I, there are some interesting panels. Like there's a, there's a part where a tank shoots you know, Bruce Wayne right in the chest, and of course he's okay. Well, it shoots Batman in the chest. Yeah. It's not going to And he's fine. Like, he just takes the shot, and he's like, okay. And then you also see him actually use ice breath for one point, and, like, it's stuff that couldn't have happened if you didn't have Superman as Batman. Right. And it's cool. I mean, just seeing him rip apart, and it's like, oh, he, st he saved the city in a night. Well, of course he did. He's fucking Superman. Like, he's like, like a god. He's not. No, he's Batman. Mm, he's Superman in a Batman suit. <laughs> And, you know, we get the, you know, Batman stops the threat. He looks like he punts what? He punts a, a, he blimp? a missile um, at a blimp. Okay, yeah, he punts a missile at a blimp, which is, you know, I'll be honest, baller. But first <laughs> he grabbed the pilot and pulled him out. I'm yeah. not sure you see that yet. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he rips open the side of a br- the blimp with the sound of frack. Oh, my God. The words in this are just ridiculous. Yeah, because don't forget that this Bruce doesn't, doesn't remember the uh, the Batman loophole, which is just because I don't kill you doesn't mean I don't have to save you. So he mm. makes sure he makes sure to save the, the pilot blimp people before he ends up blowing up that whole fucking thing. Yeah, because <laughs> on a blimp, you know, a large blimp, there's only the pilot. There's no other crew members at all. He's got x-ray vision. He checked. <laughs> uh, but does he know he has x-ray vision? Was he walking around school in the locker room and all of a sudden he could see the, the girls in the gym? And that's why he realized he had x-ray vision? <laughs> you think that's what happened here? But Batman saves the day and he meets up with Lois on the rooftop. Is she still dressed in the same clothes that she was before? Yes. It's been like, like 12 hours. Girl, go home and change. For real. And then she she takes off his mask. Because she knew it was Bruce Wayne all along. Yeah, fucking how? <laughs> how? Well, she did deductions. <laughs> how? She's an investigative reporter. That's all you She's need to know. She's Batman once before. Once before this. This once is all you need to know. Tell Superman luck. was Clark Kent with a pair of glasses without glasses. Don't give me that. This woman is not that smart. <laughs> No, no, simple. See, when I, in in Superman timeline, uh, Clark Kent's always hunched over and terrified. And then when you see Superman, he is the the man god that he is. In this, you see Bruce Wayne, who is six foot five, and you see the Batman, who is also six foot five, and they both have six packs. And you're like, yeah, that's pretty much the same person. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I was aware of. I was unaware of how much six foot five and six packs are yeah. classified as an identifiable feature, but. I would like to point out that uh, Lois does say that uh, Batman can rise above all that. Stand as an example, a symbol of... I, yeah. And then he flies off with her without a mask. Yep. And they fly off into space where presumably Lois dies from extreme chill. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'll show you my home planet. Let's go. Oh, wait, you can't breathe. And you froze to death. Oops. <laughs> And then the last couple of things, page or last page is, has a couple of panels of her, of her talking about how something as simple as a shifting wind current might have carried that rocket anywhere in the world. It could have been a Zulu chieftain that found him in a fiery crater or a Chinese peasant. Why not some fascist dictator or a Kansas farmer? And then we end with a splash page of not Batman. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Superman with extra steps. <laughs> is, it, is it weird that I like the suit at the end of this? I do too. Wait, I don't mind. Is that the suit that they were trying to push for the Nicolas Cage Tim Burton Superman? Probably. That I don't know. Oh my it god. It looks like the suit during the death of Superman type stuff. Yeah. No, the Superman suit they were pushing for the Nicolas Cage one is just a regular uh Superman suit, but it was like made to look metallic. Okay. All right. I'm not well, surprised either way. Movie. Not surprised at all. So if I could have seen Nick Cage be like be the scarecrow, that would have been cool. That would be cool, so, especially Nick Cage in his prime, like when they were supposed to have that movie. I think he was supposed to be Scarecrow <laughs> after Batman and Robin, but then they just scrapped Batman for a while. Oh god, that would have been so awesome! All right, let's go to Shelf Stacker Box and Ken. Why don't you go first? Stack. Shocking, shocking, I know. This is a the rare piece of Batman media that is not going on the shelf for me, but... That's because it's not Batman. It's not. It Like I said, it's Superman with extra steps, and I, I really liked Red Sun. That's, like, one of the only Superman things, well, besides Death of Superman, but, like, Red Sun was a blast. I thought it was interesting. I loved Comrade Batman in that. Yeah, that's But right. this just... It mm, didn't feel needed to me, but there were a couple cool things that keep me from not putting it in the box. Okay. And what about you, Joe? Uh, this is going on the shelf. I am a big Batman fan, and the only time I'm actually a decent fan of Superman is when they uh, do something differently. This goes along with this. Uh, I haven't seen. Batman. Yeah. I, well, this I haven't seen Red Sun, but I'm probably gonna like it because I've seen clips of it. I think that's pretty cool. And. uh What's the other weird Superman comic? The one where he like decides not to, fl- where he decides to walk around the Earth for like a year or something. That one's pretty cool too. Are you talking about Forrest Gump? <laughs> yeah, kind of. No, there's a, there's what a, a Superman com- was Forrest Gump? I didn't know that was a book. 
Oh know, my god, no, it's not what if, Mike, it's Elseworlds. There's a <laughs> Superman decided to go for a run. Why'd you start jogging? I just didn't stop. <laughs> there, there's a Superman comic where he feels disconnected, so he he just stops flying and he walks around the earth and he solves like small people's problems. I think one of them is where he like there's a kid waiting for him to show up because his dad just viciously beats him and his mom and he the dad throws him in the basement and Superman's walking along and he's like, huh, someone drew a very crude Superman sign on the side of this house. That's weird. And he keeps walking, but he hears a small child sobbing. So he goes to investigate and everything ends up being OK. <laughs> OK, and I'll go last. I'm, I'm also going to put some stats. I enjoyed it. You know, it's, it, it was a good book. I'm glad we finally read it. So nothing super special, but. I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. Well, I, I'll probably never read this again, but I'm glad that I own it. I'm glad I finally read it. So I, it's going to go in the stack. And it's, I'm glad it, it exists. It's worth it for the Batman costume. Like, yes. honestly, that is just peak drama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that that freaking I don't I really like that costume so much. Oh, it's so good. So, yeah. The All Batman right. costume, not so And we finally did another <laughs> Superman thing. We haven't done anything Superman for a while, so it was nice to do it again. If you want to, sorry, that's, I don't know, Ken, you, we should probably do Superman Red Sun, I think, now. The movie? Yeah. That's fine. Man, we'll start cover, covering more of those DC anime movies. Now we got the Batman, the three Batman done, so. Oh, Man. God, thank God. <laughs> well, if, tell you what, we could do something that's both similar. We should, we could do the, uh, the heavy metal Batman series. We talked about doing that. Dark, the, the Dark Knight stuff, or Dark Metal, whatever the hell they call it. Death yeah, Metal. Or the yeah. first one is. I mean, look how well it did in the Flash TV show with the. With the Red Death Batwoman. <laughs> Wait, what? Did you not Jesus. see the? Did you see the clip I said? Yeah, probably. I don't know if I really paid attention though. <laughs> In the new Flash season, the villain is Red Death, but it's that one of the Batwomans from the Batwoman show is Red. Oh Death. no! So it's it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh Dios mio no. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can hear the few other Superman things we did. There'll be links in the show notes. So definitely go check that out. There's a few. There's a few, not a ton, but there's three comic issues. So go check that out. And we also and, talk about real Batman. <laughs> yes, that won't be the link. because That's not this is a Superman book. But yes, we do talk about tons of Batman stuff. So you can see that in our you can see all our episodes, our giant catalog of stuff that we have. You can find everything you're looking for on Podbean. We're also you can we're, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Twitter and on YouTube. I'm on YouTube too, audio only, but you can find all our all our content there also. If you don't want to go through Podbean and try to find it. And want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasphere. You can follow her on TikTok. And want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, Dart's own podcast at Gamer Looks at 40. Definitely go check both of those out. And we have a Patreon. Want to support us? As little as a dollar, you can vote in our Patreon poll. You'll see a link in the show notes. And we do have a Discord. You can join our Discord. You see a link in the show notes also. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. So long, nerds. (laughs) Yeah.